This is The World in 10 for Wednesday the 14th of December. I'm Laura Cook. And I'm Richard Newman. Advanced Patriot missiles are being sent to Ukraine. Now is the time to ramp up the support to the Ukrainians and continue to help them hammer the Russians in their trenches. And a step closer to limitless clean energy as scientists announce the nuclear fusion breakthrough. This is one of the most impressive scientific feats of the 21st century. We start in Ukraine, as the mayor of Kyiv says the city's air defence systems shot down 10 Russian drones on Wednesday morning. According to Vitaly Klitschko, a central district was hit by several explosions. Meanwhile, there's a potentially pivotal move in the conflict being planned as the US is finalising plans to send its Patriot air defence system to Ukraine. Steve Erlanger is Brussels correspondent for the New York Times. One Patriot battery maybe, you know, has eight missiles or so. The big question will be where, where, where will they go? I mean, where, where will they actually put them? Will they put them around Odessa? Will they put them around the capital, Kiev? You know, the Patriots isn't going to suddenly give Ukraine full air defence. I think a lot of it is symbolic. The system combats long-range ballistic and cruise missiles fired by Russian forces and will help the country defend itself against waves of Russian missile and drone attacks that have pounded its energy infrastructure. A formal announcement is expected in the coming days, but the plan is still awaiting final approval from the US Defence Secretary and President Biden. Once an agreement has been signed, the defence system is expected to be shipped to Germany, where Ukrainian forces will be trained how to use it. General Sir Richard Shireff is former NATO commander. He's given his assessment of where the war currently stands. It's been relatively static since the Ukrainians' significant success by retaking Kherson. Now is the time to ramp up the support to the Ukrainians and continue to help them hammer the Russians in their trenches. Remember, Russian conscripts, ill-equipped, without proper winter clothing, they will be suffering equally. Morale will be pretty dicey. Elsewhere, the UK is providing training for 90 Ukrainian judges so they can put Russian soldiers accused of war crimes on trial. It'll happen at a secret location in Poland, with the programme led by a former British judge at the International Criminal Court. So far, authorities in Kyiv have convicted 14 Russian soldiers. Now, could we be close to finding the ultimate clean energy solution? Scientists in the US have confirmed they've overcome a major barrier in their research into nuclear fusion, gaining more energy out of a controlled reaction than they put in. In theory, it could help pave the way for limitless clean energy. The science is extremely complex, but it involved 192 laser beams being fired at a tiny piece of hydrogen fuel. As Dr Marvin Adams, the Deputy Administrator for Defence Programmes at the US National Nuclear Security Administration, explains. X-rays from the wall impinged on the spherical capsule. Fusion fuel in the capsule got squeezed. Fusion reactions started. This had all happened before, a hundred times before. But last week, for the first time, they designed this experiment so that the fusion fuel stayed hot enough, dense enough, and round enough for long enough that it ignited, and it produced more energies than the lasers had deposited. The U.S. Energy Secretary, Jennifer Granholm, says it's a historic moment. Simply put, this is 
one of the most impressive scientific feats of the 21st century. Ignition allows us to replicate for the first time certain conditions that are found only in the stars and the sun. And the second thing it does, of course, is that this milestone moves us one significant step closer to the possibility of zero carbon, abundant fusion energy powering our society. But how close? Tom Whipple, the science editor of The Times, says it could take decades for this to be our energy solution of the future. But now science has proven it's possible. It's a case of finding a way to scale it up. I mean, if we manage to make a nuclear fusion reactor properly work, and I have to say, you know, this week's, uh, this week's news is very important, very exciting, but it's not a nuclear fusion reactor working. Um, but if we manage to do that, then all of this faff of you know, solar panels, wind farms, storage, all this stuff, it simply would not be necessary. We would have an ability to power ourselves without having to worry about all of this logistics and we would have an ability to get a lot more energy. Um, But it's also correspondingly extremely hard. You're listening to The World in 10 from The Times of London. Analysis and insight into global events all in just 10 minutes. On the way, the US strikes a blow against hate and Elon Musk falls from top spot in the world's rich list. Staying with the United States as President Biden strikes a blow against hate. Legislation is being signed to stop state or federal government denying same-sex marriages. There were concerns that they could be in danger after the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade, eliminating the right to abortion. President Biden invited thousands to celebrate at the White House, including politicians from both parties. Racism, anti-Semitism, homophobia, transphobia, they're all connected. But the antidote to hate is love. This law and the love it defends strike a blow against hate in all its forms. And that's why this law matters to every single American, no matter who you are, or who you love. China is to stop reporting asymptomatic COVID-19 infections in another signal that the country is moving away from its zero coronavirus strategy. Case numbers reported by the government have therefore been cut. Almost 3,000 were reported yesterday, having previously announced figures for symptomatic and asymptomatic cases separately. There were also no new deaths. After protests across the country, China lifted some of its most strict measures like forcing people into quarantine camps, while citizens can now isolate at home and go to more events without showing test results. It's a change people are still getting used to, including these two women in Beijing. It feels like it's convenient to go out and go to places, but for myself, I must be more cautious because there's no protection for us outside. Now it's essential that we improve our awareness of self-protection. Yesterday, my colleague told me why the government is still reporting on the case numbers and surges and how many thousands of cases there were is too far from reality. I don't think it's necessary to report it anymore. In what's being looked at by some as a test of what could be coming in China, Hong Kong's eased restrictions on international arrivals. People from overseas will no longer face movement controls or be banned from certain venues, provided they test negative for COVID and show proof of vaccination. 
Now to sports and Lionel Messi's confirms the World Cup final will be his last appearance at the tournament after Argentina beat Croatia 3-0. Nick Ellaby has more. It was a victory inspired by Messi, but which showcased Argentina's next generation too. Their iconic captain opened the scoring from the penalty spot, and after Julian Alvarez doubled their lead before half-time with a brilliant individual goal, some vintage Messi build-up teed up the Manchester City forward to round off the win. At 35, Messi says Sunday's final will be his last at the World Cup, telling reporters 2026 will be a tournament too far and to finish in the final is the best way to sign off. Argentina will face the winners of an historic second semi-final when Morocco, the first African side to get this far, take on reigning champions France. An accident on the set of the UK's Top Gear show has seen presenter Freddie Flintoff airlifted to hospital. The accident happened on Tuesday during filming at the Top Gear test track at Dunsfold Aerodrome in Surrey. It's understood the former England cricket captain's injuries are not life-threatening. And finally, it's been a difficult time for the new Twitter owner Elon Musk recently and now he's lost his status as the world's richest person. The Tesla CEO had held the position for just over a year, having taken top spot from the Amazon founder Jeff Bezos. But according to Forbes and Bloomberg, a drop in the value of shares at his car company has dropped his value to $178 billion. And that means he's replaced by Bernard Arno, the boss of luxury conglomerate LVMH, behind names like Louis Vuitton and Tiffany, the French businessman valued at $188 billion. And that's your World in 10 for Wednesday, the 14th of December. This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts. 